0: You say it one for the trouble, two for the time. Oh, come on, y'all, let's... Now it's time for the morning coffee with my daddy, the motivator Jazzy G, on Power Me Up Radio,
1: 24-7. It's Freestyle Friday with the motivator Jazzy G. Morning coffee with the motivator Jazzy G. Featuring Cheryl, Cheryl Star. Cheryl good morning, good morning, good morning,
2: my soul motivators. Welcome to another exciting episode of the morning coffee with your soonest, the motivator, Jazzy G. Here on Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7. The station with heart on iHeart. And today, beloveds, it's 3,000. Friday that's right it's stop Friday it's that time to get up get out do what you gotta do let's have some fun today it's all about the weekend shenanigans that's coming up it's all about getting up getting out and making yourself happy today we're gonna make today a fun day a happy day and the person by my side that always got some shenanigans going on, yes, but indeed. make it happy, make it fun. She's the funny bone lady. She's the one, the only, the <sighs> incomparable. Oh, it's Cheryl. Oh, Star.
0: Good morning, Jazzy G. Yes, indeed. Freestyle Friday, my favorite day in a week.
2: Yes, <laughs> yes let's indeed.
0: Let's
2: do it. Yes, indeed. We're gonna We're have some fun. On, today. my
0: soul motivators.
2: Yes, yes, yes. Let's get this party going. Let's get this party showing. Let's do it all in the man that by our side. He get is I call him the percolator. Now you know what I'm saying. Get That He's coffee the mic brewing himself. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> hey, the master king, the one, the only, DJ Nelson. The Go What up, Nelson? What up, Jazzy?
0: Run Sears, Nelson Freestyle Stop Friday matchup, King you? What's up, yeah, Cheryl? Right. Set it off. Right. Set it right. Remember that song? Right. Set it up on your left, y'all yeah, yo. here, here we go <laughs> Set it off. Party time is party time This party sure. started right. Word. That's right That's right
2: <laughs> that's Nelson right. doing that's his thing That's what Friday is all about So Motivators We welcome to be here we delighted Hey, we want to hear from you Hit us up All right Info at morningcoffee.chat. Info at morningcoffee.chat. Hey, hit us up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're going to have some fun today. Hey, Star. Yes, yes. Let's, let's get into some housekeeping today. Because I know you got some juicy housekeeping. I know yes. you do. Let's I know do you it. do. Let's so let's do, it. do that. All right. Let's get to some housekeeping. It's time to get to some housekeeping. All right, Star. <laughs> what you got today And housekeeping on the street, South Friday?
0: Well, I want to talk about a little history of ours, um, you know, own the own network. Soul motivators uh, had a six part is still going on a six part documentary series on rebuilding Wall Street, rebuilding Black Wall Street, actually.
2: OK, Black Wall Street. Right, okay. Black Wall right. Street.
0: And right. they have some of the great grands of the the owners of property at that right. time. And Tulsa,
2: Oklahoma, you talk talking
0: about right? Tulsa, Tulsa, Oklahoma, okay. where Black Wall Street was. And they're, you know, coming together. They've been working on this for a while. And I don't know. Some of y'all probably seen it going on because it is uh, Friday, October 6th. So it is, you know, last week. Right. Right. And so this week it, it comes on the own network at 8, 8 p.m. every Friday. So it's a six part docuseries. And it's hosted by our own Morris Chestnut. We all love Morris Chestnut over here. You know, yes, boys yes. in the hood,
2: Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ladies go crazy, but
0: he fine. That's oh yeah, Morris Chestnut. Oh man, oh man. <laughs> happily married man, happily married man. He's definitely a, a, a good catch, good catch. <laughs> um, but we're excited to announce that he was chosen to attend the Black Wealth Summit this year. And he's gonna discuss his venture and findings while hosting the uh, Rebuilding Black Wall Street, because he took a he took a special interest in it. Even though he's hosting the show and going over it, but he got to know some of the families and you know the grands and and, and you know the pred- the ancestors that uh, right. they you know the some of them are are coming to you know talk about that and that's going to be. Thursday uh October twenty sixth. so that's Okay
2: okay weeks. now what what does 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 the show air on 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 the own network But the show's
0: on on network on Fridays like I mentioned Fridays, Fridays. at 8 p.m. Okay and, cool you know cool, Morris cool. Chestnut is going to give his his findings and what what he got out of that cuz he you know he you know he talked about uh you know what he discovered in it um and he's going to bring that to the Wealthy Black Summit for television and film. So that's going to be October 26th, which is a Thursday. Actually, the two part
2: Sounds good. Sounds good. So let's do this. Let's do this. Let's uh we're gonna watch the series. We wanna encourage everyone to watch the series so motivators. All right. You don't have you know what I'm saying? Black people, white people, whatever, brown, yellow, up <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> As it says in in, in, uh, in uh in uh in the Sugar Hill Gang, Rappers Delight. <laughs> what is that? Black, black, brown, red, purple, put it what well, I forget what he said, but
0: to the black to the brown. <laughs>
2: Right there, right there you go. Right there you go. All right, you want everybody to watch this, okay? Because this is history, and it's that this is ju- this is American history okay because black history is american history if you like it or not okay but we want to encourage you all so motivated to watch this
0: yeah you could go on demand if you missed the first episode you know go on demand and catch the uh the first part of the
2: documentary but but what we're going to do here on 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 the morning coffee is we're going to actually dedicate um each friday to the show and we're gonna talk about it a little bit all right we're gonna give you some some tidbits and everything that and have some fun with it and everything um the whole thing with Tulsa Oklahoma and uh because what was the name of the street that 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 uh Black Wall Street was on it's, it's like um something in Pine what it is uh Greenville and Pine what do you, um, you know Greenwood uh, Greenwood Greenwood yeah Greenwood and Pine, right, right greenwood and pine all right so just a little just a little music history too there's a group a famous punk group by the name of the gap band okay right so charlie wilson and his brothers they are known as the gap band they are from tulsa oklahoma the reason why they're called the gap band is because they are first
0: name charlie last name wilson
2: right it represents (laughs) their home their home of black wall street greenwood and pine that's what gap means greenwood and pine that's what gap band means all right so that's a little tribute for y'all so you know and, and hopefully we can get charlie wilson up here or something like that and talk and talk about it and everything like that that'd be so cool you know what i'm saying so we'll work on that our, our crew will work on that so so i love, rap, that, you I love, love that charlie
0: too, wilson <laughs> album when he did the comeback with r kelly produced hey yeah, girl yeah. how you doing yeah hey, first okay, name charlie. charlie is the man last y'all. name he, wilson he was, <laughs> he was
2: on the boat he was on the, the right he was um, on the crew right charlie is wilson me? is the man is, the man, is yes. the man oh my god he brought down the house you hear what i say he, he got he's another
0: one that, that got a lot house. of hits got a oh, lot man. of hits
2: yeah but hey i just got word the next, uh, the the cruise, the Tom Joyner cruise for 2024 that's happening in May 2024. It um, they have an Earth Winning Fire. The first first oh. group that they announced is Earth Winning Fire, y'all. And they going to they going to the Dominican Republic. They are going to uh, uh, I think Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, and. Uh, uh, Don't say Haiti. (laughs) I think it is Haiti.
3: Oh, I think it is
2: Haiti. Why you say don't say Haiti? No, it's the but I think it's Haiti, Dominican. No, I think it might be Cuba. It might be Cuba, but I'm not sure. But they did announce where they're going. And they did announce that the first act is Earth, Wind, and Fire, though. I'll I, I keep y'all posted on that because definitely, um, you know what I'm saying, I, I would love to do a family reunion with that. You know what I'm saying? So they
0: start in the book the acts early, so that's good. That's yeah,
2: good. Yeah, so so they always do. They always give you an act yeah, at a the time. The
0: they, they always yeah. do that.
2: So, you know what I'm saying? It's get them ahead good, of so. time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, when they when they first, when they for last year, when they announced. Uh, uh, Lauren Hill and I had told told Gaia about it she was like okay hey, I would love to see Lauren Hill even if she saw them before but she was like right. but you know Lauren Hill sometimes she don't show up I was like, right. oh Gaia
0: she got a bad record but, but she was uh, yeah, sure pretty but decent once I
2: said Stevie Wonder that was awesome she said you should have started with Stevie Wonder Daddy <laughs> <laughs> It so Started with Stevie Wonder. <laughs> but that, that's what got her to go. You know what I'm saying? It was all right. good. But, uh, yeah, but Charlie Wilson, he's the man. But I just wanted to put that out there about the um, Greenwood and Pine. That's the Gap Band. And, and everything that Tulsa, Oklahoma, because that's where they're from. Yeah, and then,
0: check that out. But
2: yeah, we're going to, so I, each week, we're going to do a little A little series on it and stuff like that and keep you abreast. And we want y'all to hit us up and, and talk about it just to just say, you know what I'm saying? Info at morningcoffee.chat. Info at morning coffee So you just hit us up and uh and, and uh we, we'll talk about it. Every Friday we'll talk about it and, and um you know saying bring some delight to it you know what i'm saying but uh it's on you star i know you got some more housekeeping
0: well i got one other thing because i don't believe we mentioned it but did we mention about dick but- butkiss the hall of famer of the legendary chicago bears the linebacker who died
2: oh yeah he, pa- he passed away last week last yes. week yeah. Yes. so it's just fun to yes. send
0: condolences a out uh to all the fans his family friends you know, because a lot of the NFL players was weighing on it, you know, about his legacy and how right. great of a player he was. I didn't follow Love him. Beers. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't follow the Bears. The Bears, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, we just... We, every time, you know, someone in sports or music, you know, we like to... Give them condolences out to the family members. So I just wanted to extend that out to uh, his family and friends. Okay.
2: Right. Also, the former owner of the Apollo Theater, um, the the Apollo Theater, that the the owner that his father passed it down to him back in the 1920s and uh he act he's the one that actually started having the black acts at the apollo theater and he started with a kid and, and um and uh you know Heidi hidey ho what's his name uh 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 shoo. uh man well i can't think of his name you know the storm star when i say Heidi hidey ho you're supposed to say his name right away no, Cab Calloway. Cab Calloway. Cab Calloway. Yeah, man, uh, you yeah, slow, I girl. You slow. But yeah but, I, he's, I was, uh, but yeah, but 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 um, he, he had passed away too. The the, the the original owner of the Apollo Theater. I actually started bringing black acts to the Apollo Theater. Um, he he just passed away too last week. So we're gonna give honor to him too. I, I, his name slips my mind. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But uh, let's let's give honor to that too because he started something that he started a trend. That you know, saying just took off from there. You know, what I'm right? Saying? Yeah, no turning back. Even you performed at the Apollo Theater a few saying? times. That's what I'm saying. I, I I hosted shows at the Apollo Theater. You know, what I'm saying me and Chuck Chill out we used to host a. Um, it was like a hip hop night, a rap night, or something like that. Yes, it was like Every Monday or something like that. It was for one summer. We used to host shows there at the Apollo Theater. So it, it's it's a remarkable place. It's a it's a, a it's a place of of this magical energy, man. When you're on that stage, you can. Feel the ancestry, street of the Apollo Theater when you're on this yep, stage. It's,
0: indeed, indeed. It's,
2: it's it's incredible. It's definitely incredible. You know what I'm saying? But and that's that know, one
0: of the shows when I when I perform one of my songs. I seen it from my window because you know I've done Showtime at the Apollo twice. Right. But when I performed at the Apollo, when WBLs invited me. When I had that, remember that when they had to the make it or break it. Break
2: it or break it. Yeah. I
0: performed my song called "I Seen It From My Window," and um, we didn't know at the time because Rev Rev was you know backstage because Rev was my hype man, and right. he was reminding me because I got that spot with Lords of the Underground. Remember that group, Chief yeah. Rocker. Yeah. But uh, Biggie actually performed after that. Biggie and Diddy was there when when Puffy was bringing out. They wasn't even out yet. Right. So, when rap was like, remember Biggie and them um, came on after you? And I was like, I don't remember. Because, you know, when you're a performer... You usually go on and then you go backstage. You don't really know who's on after you like that, right. unless you're in the audience. Because when I finished performing, I went backstage. Yeah, you go back downstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you, and you, you, yeah, yeah you don't monitor. get to watch the show. Yeah, you, yeah. you can, you can see it if you're in the dressing room and you. See well, yeah, because the they have
2: the monitor there. Right, have the, right. In, the, in the waiting room, they have the monitor down. It's downstairs. You can watch it for the monitor.
0: right. So I didn't even know that Biggie, Notorious B.I.G and diddy and them came on and they did that party and bs that that's yeah, yeah, party yeah. In yeah. Uh, yeah. and yeah. i didn't even realize that so rep was like you know that was them that went on and i was like what because <laughs> that was a historical moment you know what yeah. i mean so yeah I, you so know cool. it's like it's yeah it's, it's cool to 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 know that information you know because i was i was oblivious to who all i knew was going <laughs> to the underground that's who we were coming on stage uh, yeah. Open up for And you know They were popular At that time as well
2: Man I'ma tell you man the, Those Wednesday nights Apollo Amateur night That's a rough crowd bro. That is a rough crowd Yeah, yeah
0: this wasn't Amateur night This was I just
2: know. a WBLS before. Yeah that's right I know yeah The thing yeah. That we used to Yeah do, the Amateur night now, Is definitely rough WBLS Yeah We used to do that We to host those shows It was fun, yes. fun. It was rap You know what I'm saying Nothing but rap artists And stuff like that But right. Yeah it's it's but I'm just saying being there on amateur night and just checking that out. And I I used to hang out Backstage, I used to hang out in the in the in the uh, whatever it's called the green room, but it was like big and it, right, right. And it had all the acts were waiting to go on, and you had the screen and everything. Right. And then they tell the next act to go up, like you're next. i sorry, you're next. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, and they used to remind them, don't forget to rub the, the log. <laughs> they used to right. tell them that too. Yeah, <laughs> don't forget to rub the log. That's why they got on a lot of people too. They didn't rub the log because you know the the the, the, the uh, stage head would actually telling them, the stage manager. They They still got that they still have them them telling them them that they would tell that don't forget to rub the log yep
0: Yep. (laughs) they still do that because when i was there not too long ago um because i'm with the musicians union i was there not too long ago with the uh with the band yeah and you know right now the comedian capone you know your guy that used to be Dee capone he's hosting that so uh the first time i went i did my comedy second time i went as a representative with the union and uh they had everybody backstage online <laughs> and every every time somebody was next they said don't forget to to rub, rub them yeah. the, the, so i said oh wow <laughs> they gotta remind them verbally because there was a lady there she'd been there for years because she re, she remembered me when i came to do the uh, comedy Or she was like oh i remember you you're the girl with the with the x-rated comedy <laughs> 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 because you know when i did my comedy of course i didn't win because you know the apollo is like you know pg it's friendly so especially if you want to get on this sh- if you want to get on Ooh. television yeah it cursed and you can't say any you know any x-rated jokes or yeah. anything like that yeah. and you know i have i had already had my set together because the lady was asking me afterwards she said they you know the judges said you were great but you know do you have like 'Cause she, she wanted me to come back and redo it because she she thought I was really good and funny, but she was like, Do you have any clean comedy? Because yeah. I could put you back on a you know, but comedians usually don't win the Apollo. They they're geared to uh pick the singers there, you know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. comedy it's, is just an extra it's, entertainment.
2: It's hard, it's hard yeah, it's for comedians hard. to make it through. You know what yes, i yes. You know what I'm yes. saying? You don't yes. have Oh yeah, because you had a Yes. That's been booed on the Apollo Saints. Right, been right. Famous right now. Oh, Yo, man. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, because I, I remember. Howell, but yes, him, that's what are, I was going right to say. And, and, uh, Jamie Foxx. And, and yeah. And, and how they got booed? And they got booed
0: before him. They yeah. got booed, yeah. And he didn't get booed. Yeah, he yeah. told cause, that
2: story, right? Because he told the joke. He told the joke about Miss Green, and we go over because Miss Green is from Harlem, matter of fact. So we <laughs> say so, but we all know about when Mike Tyson punched Miss Green in the eye, right? Miss Green, right, right. That was, that was hilarious. so That joke right. was hilarious. And that go, happened wah,
0: in wah, Harlem, wah.
2: right? That happened at yeah. Dapper Dan. It had, happened at Dapper Dan. Yep, and that and that made it so relatable to us in the right, audience right right he said something that was so relatable to us but it was famous because it's Mike Tyson right. and Mitch Green but it's so Harlem it happened in Harlem you know what I'm saying, and, and the whole Harlem scene. You know what I mean for that to right. happen like that, and 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 everything, and, and, and so it was so relatable to everybody there. So everybody bust out laughing, and he he rocked it. You know what I'm saying. It's and stationary.
0: he said, you know, Jamie Foxx uh, was getting booed, but then he broke into singing, and then singing. then people, yeah, yeah then people yeah. Uh, clapped for him. Yeah. So he changed it up. But yeah, it's that is a hard crowd. And the funny thing is, like, I was in the audience plenty of times. And you know they plan to boo you. Sometimes they don't even really listen to you. They be they be ready to boo. Yeah, like soon as soon as the next person come on, that, let's stop booing. I've heard them say that. That's why yeah. I was like, oh my god, they they just <laughs> it's like they call up their girlfriends. You what you doing Wednesday? You coming too? Because we got a, you got your voice ready, girl. I got my voice ready. Yeah. 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 We going to boo everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's, it's sad be like because that. you. You really got to work. Like you said, that is probably like the hardest crowd because you uh, can be. You bet,
2: can you I, imagine how many good people? Because <laughs> you know they tape about three shows in a day. So right, and, they, right. and they move the audience around. So you know, if you start at the top <laughs> tier, they bring you down. Then if you're the, the bottom tier, they move you up. So they move the crowd around. That's how they do it, y'all. We just give. I, I gotta give some of them away, but it's all good. So, but so and and they may I, they may still do it the same way they used to do it back in the day. So so what happens is by the time the third show is around. A lot of people are a little bit restless, too.
0: They tie it, yeah. They
2: tie it, but it's the Apollo, you know what I'm saying? So you got to be good at, at, at say Amateur Night Because it's yeah, like you have Boo to bring City now thing. Right, it's Boo City You mm-hmm. better be good You better be good Because it's like, yo You better come whack And you better You better hit that first note, right? That's <laughs> true that, Yeah, Especially
0: when, when you got a song that you, There's a high note Like, don't come there Doing Whitney or 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 singers with like Angela oh, Williams back then, oh, yeah, like yeah, when they come there, you yeah. have to hit those notes because if you if you crack, you're yep. in trouble. Yep. You know anybody yep. with a high pitch voice, oh yep. man,
2: yep, you better be <laughs> on point. And, uh, and the other thing is, the other thing is too that you you got to be relatable to that audience. You can't come there and you like from you know, saying so you left from uh, Mississippi Mid-Crit somewhere and you come in with that Mississippi Mid-Crit type of uh, attitude or, or flavor, <laughs> it's not going to work. So you from, you know, saying whatever, whatever the hell Minnesota don't come with that, whatever the hell Minnesota type of vibe, because it's not going to work <laughs> in Harlem. It just doesn't work. You know what I'm saying You are in Rome now So you have to act like a Roman You know what I'm saying Harlem is Rome right, <laughs> Harlem right. is the Rome of America And when you in Harlem You are in Rome now You know right. what I'm saying And you better become a Roman <laughs> You know what I'm saying That's just how Harlemites are that's how they are. That's why that's why with, with, with gentrification in Harlem now and everything and all the, the, the what we call yuppies back in the day, they thought they could still be yuppies in Harlem. They right. Find the most difficult time till they've been in Harlem now, 10, 10, 10 years plus now. And they finding the most difficult time in Harlem because they thought they could bring that yuppiness, that gentrification yuppiness that they take uh, other places and they can't bring it to Harlem till they find it The hardest Hardest time Just walking up and down 125th street Trying to be gentrified It doesn't work Because right. You're in Harlem You are now In Rome You now Must become A Roman That's just how it is That's how Harlem Makes up They tried to change The name of Harlem And call it Call it Soha or Something like that Remember that They tried to do Something like that And give it some name Like Soha And all that stuff Oh yeah Black People didn't want to tell Everybody else They live in Harlem I live in Soha Oh Man Harlemites killed that Real quick They killed that oh. Real quick They made videos They made songs Everything To kill it <laughs> Kill it real quick Because again You're not coming here To Harlem To conquer You coming here To Harlem To be a Roman you know
0: what i noticed too when when the when the performers like the singers i'm not talking about the comedians because i like when they do all comedians because that's when we have a better chance to because when you mix the comedians with the singers because you know the apollo is known for picking singers because of the great singers so i was on a show that was mixed with singers and the girl i was watching the strategy because i didn't go back to the dressing room when i was done i stayed right backstage um, and, and watch the show And I knew this girl who was gonna win Because people was You know like you said you gotta get the audience She did Aretha Franklin And when I was listening to all the songs When when they have party songs And you could urge the crowd to get in it Like yeah. when, when she do woo, what you, want. you know, right. the crowd yeah. automatically start clapping and she's clapping while she's singing and she be like, put your hands up when you get you gotta psych that crowd out because yeah. everybody come there they wanna have a good time. And when you come in there talking about it's been so long singing Anita Baker, (laughs) people are sitting in their seats with nothing else to do. You get what I'm saying? So that ain't going to boo you. Because the girl who sung Anita Baker, been so long, she sounded great. But they wasn't in the mood for that type of song. You You know, so when the girl came on with Aretha, it's not that 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 girl was better but she had the crowd and and capone was saying because we was back there he was like she gonna win she gonna win watch but yeah. because she started telling the crowd put your hands up watch you well you know she, yeah. she was grooving and the crowd every time respect come on people dance that's a song that you ain't gonna never lose because yes. you get the crowd soon as woo that that beat you know yeah. everybody's ready yeah. to party so so it's a mastermind i was like oh let's see what's going on you know yeah. you can't come with the ballads and it. stuff unless right. you are right. exceptionally great like you said right.
2: like if you exactly. sound like luther yes. if you do luther oh yeah it was a guy there
0: luther, that did luther he yeah. was yeah right. if you're just good.
2: doing luther you you could say yeah. he's yeah. just doing luther and exactly. you can match him you can match him if
0: you could.
2: right you can match him. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah. those people went because because one of the guys that's that that's. In Tyler yep. Perry, he was in one of the Tyler Perry plays. He won on the Apollo. He won on on the Apollo and the, in right. the night, and he won like five nights in a row or something like that. He did, but he did Luther Vandross, and right. uh, I was there one of the nights. You know what I'm saying? So and and he sounded like Luther. He does everything just like Luther.
0: It was a guy there that did Luther, and you know your boy Capone. We was backstage. I mean, we was jazzy. We was cracking up. We was telling jokes He talking about the guy He was telling the girl That was going after him He said like, You better offer him some chicken You better offer him A bucket of chicken <laughs> Like he, go, he got this You know They was they was just back there Clowning Because yeah. that guy That did Luther He was a big You know Big guy Real big guy And he yeah. was like See y'all, He gonna win He gonna win But the girl Who did Aretha won Yep
2: Yeah 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 I mean You have to play To the Apollo crowd That's just how it is Exactly it nowhere around it that's your talent. Your talent is to play to that crowd. I don't yep. care what's airing it. I don't care what show is on. I don't care what station is on. Yo, I don't care if your mama, you know what I'm saying, know you for singing, whatever. You better play to that crowd and that crowd only. And that's just how it is. You are yeah. now in Rome. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> they are Romans and you are now in Rome. That's how it works. Can you imagine some out. of
0: the people that, you know, like, because like you said, they just come to boo you on purpose. But imagine some of the people that really, really could sing and they get to the follow and they get booed. What do you think with that? That because people got to really be confident to, to keep going because sometimes the follow can shatter your wrist. dreams.
2: I, I've seen it crush I know Shouting people a, that quit. Yeah, exactly. I know people that quit. I know people that quit. Yeah. <laughs> I know people that got booed. And, and
0: then it changed, though, right? Like, yeah. oh and man, they and they
2: it yeah, yeah. was never the same. I know people that actually <laughs> quit. I know people that didn't get booed off, but they didn't make it.
0: Right, and they, right. And
2: they really didn't. They didn't take it any further. They you know what I'm
0: saying? Continue. They, right. Yeah,
2: didn't continue their career the way they was prior right. to the Apollo. You know what I'm saying? They right. kind of like played it safe. Um, they may have did one recording, and and that was it. And then they found the love of their life, got married, had children. That was it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a, yeah.
0: They went in it. a whole other direction. Let me yeah. try being a
2: husband. It, it, exactly. You know <laughs> this might work exactly. out better for me. <laughs> right. Exactly. I've, I've seen that happen. I literally seen that happen to people. From the Apollo, you know what I'm saying, where it didn't work out for them and they they moved on. And and they just moved on. And it's just you know what I'm saying? We have countless people that became super I mean, Lauren Hill, if you look at hers, you know what I'm saying, you had she had half the crowd.
0: If right, she her, didn't do that good on the she follow,
2: off. but she okay. didn't get booed, right? Right, she, where half the crowd was bored. Right. crowd, she didn't get booed off though. She get booed and off. Did, right. Same thing with Jasmine Sullivan. You know right. what I'm saying? Was, like half and half. Jasmine Sullivan's a little kid, and they right. don't care. no, yeah, they she know, was, was young. Yeah. A lot of times, right? Right. And matter of fact, Jasmine Sullivan is one of the reasons why they start saying okay don't boo the kids anymore you know what I'm saying because they were booing kids yeah booing the kids because I, I, yeah. I was I saw when Jasmine Sullivan was there amateur night type of thing I remember when it aired because when you're on when you see the thing and then when it is right, later, right. you see it and stuff like that and Right, I remember and and back then i didn't you know say i didn't know who she was you know what I'm saying like she wasn't nowhere she there didn't have a household yeah. name at the point she yeah. is now so right but she was you know said she was young jasmine yeah
0: i remember when she was well, on the phone well,
2: like that. that right i saw so, that one but i was there i, I was there right. i remember that so i remember how they was like okay we don't want kids to get booed anymore because i remember when another kid got booed and, and she, but her mother was just, she wasn't thinking clear. This little girl, she sung like a song. This little girl could sing. And she sung like, Catch a falling star And put it in your pocket You know that song yeah, uh-huh. Something like that I gotta swear Or something like that mm-hmm. And I was like This kid can sing though Why would you have her sing Something like that On your parlor stage I was so mad at her mother And her <laughs> mother was All in the screen Looking at it And so like Look at my baby Type of thing I was that? Right. She came downstairs like They didn't boo her. He got through her song And everything But there, so many people Was booing they, they didn't They didn't yank her off And that, like they, they do the same bad To her and, and when she got down she just bust out crying you know what i'm saying right, it was like, right right it was, yeah it was crazy for me and i was like and i was mad at her mother but i was i was saying then you know and they was like no because we can't have the kids get booed because was, was kids the kids are crying right so, <laughs> they, so they had the audience like okay don't boo the kids like, right, don't right. boo the kids and it was a funny thing a, a lady that came on after because that's why they stopped making the kids just the kids Because they was putting The kids originally Up against grown ups And stuff like that And mm-hmm. then when the kids Were getting booed What happened is and The kids would come downstairs Crying and all that stuff They said okay We're going to put the kids <laughs> Separate And it's oh, the goodness. kids That's why they started Apollo Kids And And, and then and then that way you can't boo the kids they could just perform and everything like that because so many kids was crying you know what i'm saying and then and it was like it was it was like kind of crazy and i remember a lady that went on after the the, the young lady that had that a fall and start putting your pockets song. so she was singing the gospel song so they started booing her and she stopped in the middle of her song she said uh-uh don't you dare boo jesus who Booing <laughs> oh, oh, oh,
0: oh. <gasps> the lord
2: and then, yeah, she's like uh-uh, Don't you dare boo Jesus <laughs> said, wow. So everybody fell out So they started pouring And everything like that So when she came downstairs We all started clapping for her And she said That's right Don't you dare boo Jesus You know what I'm saying yes. It was too funny <laughs> it, was, it was just too funny But that's when they started Making the changes And everything like that
0: Well and when I, I went said, The kids was there Because happened. I was messing With the kids Because when I went um, It wasn't that long ago Maybe last year or so mm-hmm. Right after the mm-hmm. pandemic
2: Right. When yeah, I, this is when the they, '90s. What I'm talking about. Today. Right.
0: They they mixed the kids because I was snapping on. It was a it, you know how sometimes they have the dancers. It was a dance group, and they were young kids, like teenagers, maybe 13 or something like that. And I made jokes on them because you know these this wasn't the the final cut with the television. This was auditions. Right. Yeah. This was because we all was watching each other audition. And uh, when the when the girls came on, I was like it excuse me judges <laughs> i was like are you getting the, are we getting any points off for the outfit has got holes in the tights because they had on these glitter <laughs> tights and i remember the people was like cheryl you messing with the kids and i said i'm messing with anybody who go up, <laughs> up there because I, I was joking on everybody who went up there just to have fun with the crowd because yeah. we sitting there watching everybody and i remember when they you know you know the song that everybody sang. i was born by the river yeah, in a little, yeah i said yeah. that i said that girl was born right at Harlem hospital people was rolling and they was like <laughs> the judges had to look at us and go like why you you over there making noise <laughs> but they was they was laughing at because i was getting on the kids i was like uh, uh-uh. uh. they were like this is just an audition you cracking on the kids
2: <laughs> yeah, Yo, you tell. Uh, yeah, I didn't you care. You I was like, I'm going. I'm coming ago. after
0: everybody. Yeah, you coming <laughs> at New
2: kids stuff. Of Steve, I'm telling you, that's why they have to make things different though. Back, right, then. right, right, right. That was the '90s. That's why y'all, y'all, y'all get. Uh, But the kids segment and stuff like that, so they chased (laughs) it and everything. But it because they saw it was just too much. The kids was like too much for them them to handle. Oh man, was it? And that
0: makes sense. You shouldn't mix kids with adults. Yeah, that makes sense. They shouldn't mix it. They shouldn't mix it because now you know if an adult is really good and they just feel sorry for a kid or they just want a kid to win. You know to spare their feelings then it's not going to be an even contest because you don't want to boo the kids you really don't you want to you want to build them up you know (laughs) we can't we can't change their whole life and go oh boo you know (laughs) because i I remember i had i had uh when i did this talent show in the in i think it was in the eighth grade i was in junior high yeah and um some guy yelled out it was our class clown of course uh She sounded like Teddy Pendergrass, and everybody in the audience (laughs) was cracked. And to be honest with you, Jazzy, because I, I, I I was one of those persons that you couldn't get me to feel bad about myself because I knew I could sing, but I wanted to bust out laughing myself. But you know when you're a professional and they train you, you can't be on stage cracking you on your you own self.
2: Yeah, you got. Yeah, it. I had
0: to keep a straight face, but I wanted the best because the moment he said it is when I was poor. <laughs> yeah. and my father was there. And boy, did my father stand. This is a dark auditorium of eighth graders. Yeah. Do you know he went? He walked through the auditorium. Who said that? Who said that? Like, I was like, well, I, now that I was embarrassed about. Yeah, right. My father was ready to kill somebody. the like, Don't mess up my daughter's show. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> now that part was embarrassing. <laughs> it wasn't that he said I sound like Teddy Pendergrass. <Pentecost> <laughs> <Word. laughs> I'm He's like, oh my all god! Right, I, all right, I didn't all right. hear the end of it. I didn't hear the end of it. They were like. And they called him the Candy Man because remember that remember that um, Harvard movie? Yeah, they were like, yeah, Oh, the Candy Man got out, was gonna kill y'all. <laughs> 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 gonna come back for prom night.
2: <laughs> I, I told you they used to call me Joe Jackson when, when guy in Nigeria used to <laughs> show in uh, elementary school, and, and they had to do a dance And the microphone, and they tried to get on him- one microphone or something like that and had him stand still and sing at the because the court wasn't long enough to say okay yes i said uh-uh i went up there and deb sent me <laughs> up there. and he was like all right fix that jazz go fix that and I said, oh. I said no they have to they have a dance routine so they have to they can just pass each other the mic you know what i'm saying they can do that and i say no and then said, okay mr Robinson, like okay mr rainey and uh and then uh I said alright girls Just pass each other the mic When y'all need to do it But do your day, do your routine And everything like that And then, then Mr. Robinson Was like He was like Okay so Joe Jackson Just straightened me out here And so At, <laughs> at that time on I was Joe Jackson
0: Everybody called you Joe Every Jackson Every year
2: That they were in the yeah Cause they used to call it Matter of fact It was called Apollo Night They used to do the, the, the thing At the elementary school And it was actually called The Apollo Night And they used to, right. actually, they used to call They used to call <laughs> Guy in Nigeria The Apollo Girls They actually gave them That name And everything And and they always called me Joe Jackson. Like he was, he, <laughs> Mr. Funny. Robinson never let let up on me because he was the host and everything. He was a funny guy and a uh, teacher, and and he would never let up. Every year I was Joe Jackson. You know what I'm
0: saying? <laughs> that was year. like your
2: permanent name. That was my permanent name, Joe Jackson. You know oh. what I'm saying? It was it was just that way though. But you know what I'm saying? And and again. That was the real Joe Jackson. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) She 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 always had them. She was real strict. The guy, I tell you, that she was the one that was the one that was real strict. And, okay, you got to sing it this way. You got to do it this way. Nobody saw that stuff, though. They just know they see me get up there and straighten things out and listen and that. I was Joe Jackson from that day on, but that's just how it is. But like I said, Apollo itself, it's just You know what I'm saying It's it's a remarkable place So motivated If you've never been To the Apollo 125th in Harlem You gotta go Anytime you visit New York And you don't go to the Apollo You haven't seen New York And that's the That's the well, They say
0: if right. you're gonna audition Come with your self esteem They always say Bring your self esteem When oh, you're coming you to the Apollo Oh you
2: better <laughs> You better I, I think that's a, a way of, uh, of showing you If you got it in right,
0: right,
3: right. that. Right right
2: right you know, what I'm saying right. if you can handle the Apollo, may you get booed or may you get in, shit. in different places. If you can handle the Apollo, then you know this is for you.
3: Right, you
2: know, saying because now you know if you can, you can face adversity at its best. There it is, you facing your fears. I would say face your fears and, and go for it. Go for that audition. If you're an amateur, you want to make it, and I and I see the day a lot of people make they TikToks and all those different things and it's all the comfort at your own home or your backyard and this right and that. right you know what i'm saying getting of some people down you know what i'm saying just right. like you're a comedian star so you know you you do you know you go to scotties and, and that's your you know what I'm saying your, your that's like your, your your home away from home to, to, to get your set to get your chop score every comedian has that place that they go to get their chops. Just like right, musicians. Right. It, musicians can play with the with the with the best of musicians or or, or recorder artists, but it's always that spot that they go to get their chops up. Like jazz musicians used to be this place back in the day called Lickety Split. That was the place. Lickety Split was the place that they went to and got their chops on. You know what I'm saying? They would <laughs> just play, they would just jam And if you went there just to go there, you, you was you gonna see some great music you're gonna get some good music good jazz music and have a good time you know what i'm saying it was just that type of place but it's, it's because people go It's just like um there's a there's a place in in, in in uh in new york for comedians um called actually um what is it called uh uh it's called like the the the, the cellar, or something like that. You, you know the. Oh,
0: spot. I think Chris Rock. Yeah, the cellar. Chris Rock. The used seller. to go there. Right. Yeah, that's the spot where all a lot the comedians of, a lot of comedians go to go and there
2: and they exactly.
0: still go there. You, you, see, there.
2: you, you may see Chris Rock. You right. may You'll see, see people. Rachel. Yeah. You right. may see. You know what I'm saying? Right. They see some of the best of the best just being there. That's why people go there. You never know. You you right. never never know, but these these people go to, to get their chops going. You know what I'm saying? It's times that you see Eddie Murphy there and uh, something like that. So it's it's places like that. Where people build a You know what I'm saying They they call it getting your chops up That's what musicians call it Keeping your chops up You know what I mean And that's just how it is It's it's the grind part of the industry No matter what it is You have musicians that grind You have comedians that grind You have dancers that grind You know what I'm saying There's there's places that dancers go Where they all dance And they freestyle all night And they do their thing And it, it keeps their chops up Gaia does it all the time Right, you know, they, right. They they, they they go to they take a course, they take a class. And then after the class They all end up So it's like The spot Whatever the spot is They all go to They all dance And they all have a good time And they keep their chops up And they You know what I'm saying They get their dancing thing going You know what I'm saying Because they have their community That's just how it is in
0: yeah, A lot of the musicians When I hang out with the musicians A lot of them uh, Tell me like Michael Jackson A lot of the greats uh, did, did some of their recording And um, the 48th Street musician The right. club hall Because it mm-hmm. was a studio in there and uh, you know more the jazz like Quentin Quentin Marcellus right yeah uh, a lot of them come there because it's it's their free it's it's, it's their place where they practice and they right. you know Keep a lot of them, like, right. yeah a lot of them great yep. Uh, yep. jazz yep. players who played at uh, Lincoln Center Carnegie Hall yep. but yep. they were telling me stories about Michael Jackson you know they was like oh when when Michael Jackson and Quincy was working on the Off the Wall album and a little of the Thriller they were saying he was in there uh he did some songs there i was like really they was like yep he performed right in this booth he sung that's, in a, that's what i'm saying wow. and
2: that's what they do you you have to is this it's just part of being an artist and you have to keep your you'll know, say keep up what you're doing and make you better and greater it's, it's the form of masterminding it's, it's a matter of keeping you um well you as they call it, well oiled machines, you become that well-oiled machine. It's just like pickup games for basketball players that you'll find them at a certain court, you know what I'm saying? Like the ones that every summer you know you're gonna find on West 4th Street, you're gonna find some of the yeah, best out there oh, yep. and be playing. Because that's yeah. where you keep your job. Off at Rucker, you know what I'm saying, on 55th Street in Harlem. Why do you think that so many, you know what I'm saying, professionals played it and it has it has a reputation from the time. Dr. J and all those guys, right? When Connie they came there, Hawkins yeah. and all those guys would play there. You know what I'm saying? Kareem Abdul Jabbar when he was out Cinder. You right. know what I'm saying? It, it just goes that far back because they have to play keeping their chops off. I remember yeah. one time we were talking about one of the players of um, the the Nick, the, the young boy that's from Canada, um, Barrett, uh, R.J. Barrett. We were, saying, we were saying about him He said, yo, he needs to stop playing on West Boston He needs to, to, to stop go to Rucker. Stop playing, right Get, So he can have some more of that heart to him You know what I'm saying? He needs to be a little more New York So he needs to play some street ball You know what I'm saying? Because he's, he's Canadian He needs to play some street ball You know what I'm saying? And, and that would make the difference in his game That's just how it is Kobe Bryant was playing street but ball I, I, We you was there saying?
0: when Kobe came We right. was right. there you know what I'm saying? Kobe came Kobe up to, the up to the Rucker. Rucker. He, he. But was you the know what's funny, Rucker. Jazzy? how i was feeling like i was telling my brother s because I, I you know i was a diehard kobe fan i was a little nervous because i didn't know kobe could play rough like that because you know kobe was a was a kid that went to italy and right. you know everybody back. used to think you know even though he he was he was like a michael jackson uh right. like had his ego on the court you know what right. i mean like his his authentic self how we say it but when they off the court because when he was coming to ruck up my brother s was like yo kobe kobe ain't gonna get his ass he get his butt here too excuse yeah, me yeah. Kobe <laughs> and kobe went thing. out there and made did me proud oh my thing. god right. kobe did it's so many and he did some moves out there yep. i was like yes yes
2: and you, you yes, know i remember kobe him was him there and, 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 and boy handling you actually interviewed him too God damn oh, God. God, yes, yep. yeah, right, right. Yep, God damn
0: God, right, right. And yeah, that, oh yeah, he was yeah. great at the ball yeah. handling. That's right. Oh, and you talking about skills That's and right. tricks?
2: That yeah. Kobe Man. father, Kobe father hired him to, to teach Kobe. Yeah. Oh, okay, you know, okay. You know, in high school, Kobe was. Kobe was the center in high school because he was the, he was right, the right, right, Kobe, right. I think was the second tallest player on the team because Kobe was like 6'5 at that time, right, in right, high school. And, and the other guy, the other white kid, I think was 6'7, and, 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 and him and Kobe were centers, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Kobe was like the, the second tallest guy on the team because Kobe played center in, uh, in their school, in Crenshaw, in right. whatever he played that. right, and, and um. So he, his father, he went I, to he Lower Marion. Lower Marion had a hand And everything because he knew he was he wasn't gonna be no sinner. In the pros Because the talk was him Going to the pros Out of high school And his father knew it You know what I'm saying He gonna grow to be about Six foot six Six foot seven maybe But he's not gonna be No center In the NBA In the NBA, so he right. Gonna, right. right He gonna know how to Have a handle And everything like that If he won a spot You know what I'm saying And, and, the, and the thing that He was gonna Because I think I think originally He was He got drafted By the Timberwolves Right
0: No he got drafted By Charlotte That he got remember charlie, kobe came with is. the bloody box. it was Jolly, right. right yeah he got drafted
2: shot right it right. was charlie and, and, and the and same day he with,
0: got yeah, with, yeah they did the, the lakers right. was going to get him they was waiting for that to happen
2: right and and and, and, and that's how the trade went on right but like right. his pops knew the deal the whole right. time right they knew he was and going he to, to l.a against, right. he had to play behind um uh what was they? eddie um
0: Nick Van
2: Eddie Jones. Eddie Jones, Eddie Jones, Eddie Jones, Eddie Jones. his Pops wanted him to have, yeah, have game and have a handle and everything like that. So that's why he hired um God Sham God, the teacher. Oh, okay. You know, God Sham God had had a yeah, handle of yeah. everybody yeah. does the Sham God. I mean, right? They that's used to call. incredible. That's the <laughs> where you invent, when you invent a move, right? You invent a move that everybody learns the, this move. From you and the move is right, made right. after you. Could, that's incredible. Because at Providence, he was having them. That, yo, God damn, God was having them in Providence. He was eating them alive. <laughs> they could not handle him in Providence. Right. You, know Pro- that's put, Providence <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He kind of put Providence on the map. You know what I'm saying? He kind of put Providence on the map when it came to that. Because everybody started wanting to go watch Providence play. Because who was watching Providence before that? Think about it. I wait. Nobody, right? Nobody wanted to see Providence before God Sham God came to Providence. Think about that. But it's it's all good though. But I see Nelson is over there itching for a scratch. And uh, so he gonna do his thing. It's Freestyle Friday. Hey Nelson, I yo. want you to just do your thing, brother. Whatever yes. you play, we gonna have a party today. Yes, That's, That's all. all. Hey, the Michael kid is about to go in, y'all. Let's go, so y'all. Turn your boombox up. Yo Nelson, yo, are you
1: ready? Oh yeah. Let's go. The morning coffee crew is in the coffee building.
4: Wow West. Desperado, Rough Rider No you don't want nada, none of this it's gunning this, brother running this Fuck no soldier, look it's like I told ya Any damsel that's in distress Be out of that dress when she meet Jim West Rough Roughneck to go check the law on the Watch your step with flex and get a hold of your side, Swallow your pride, don't let your lip react You don't wanna see my hand, where my hip be at With Artemis, Slaughter, this running the game James West, Damon West, so remember the name Now who you gonna call? Now who you gonna call? James if you ever People want one of us breaking out the bow, wow, Oh I yeah to the, wow, wow, When I scroll through the wow, wow, When I bounce through the, wow, wow, the
3: score, We go wow. nah. we Do <laughs> wow, wow. yes. the We
4: now, once upon a time in the West Madman lost his damn mind in the West Loveless, can't never die, nothing less Now I must, but it's behind to yeah, the test with the shadows, saddle, ready for battle Bring all your poison, kind the poison Behind my back, all everything you did, front and center Now when you look back here, who that is? A mean brother bow for your help. looking damn good Knowing if I can say it myself, told me Lulis is a madman But I don't fear that, he got mad weapons too Ain't going to hear that, he trying to bring down me, the champion When y'all clowns gonna see that it can't be done Understand me, son. I'm the sickest they is. I'm the quickest they is. Did I say I'm the sickest they is? So if you're walking up to wrong trick, we coming. Don't be starting nothing. Me and my partner gonna test your chest, love less. Can't stand the heat. Dig it out the walk when, when, when I roll into the when I fell into the hallway, when I bounced
3: into the hallway, Okay go insane. Do do
4: Just me, myself,
3: and
4: I Now you tease my plug one style and my plug one spectacle. You say plug one and two are hippies nowhere, not that's pure plug four Always pushing that reform and then image there's no need to lie. When it comes to being plug one, it's just me, myself and I It's just me, myself and I Myself and
1: I. Me, myself and I. Yo this is Son of Berserk.
0: And I'm Half Five from Son of Berserk featuring no self-control.
1: And you're listening to DJ Nelson, the maestro, joke, the block party mix.
5: Come on and sing it with me for Sing it with the feeling
3: down for yeah.
5: Work and work Well, those cars never seem to stop coming Work and work Keep those bags and machines humming Work and work My fingers to
3: the bone Work, People, I can't wait to it's. I'm go, going
1: DJ Rock in the area. You're in the mix. You're in the mix. What What did you say your name was? With DJ Nelson, the Maestro.
3: Yeah. Don't reaching to your touch. Just keep on pressing on. Time is you know that you can have you want. Be who you keep on. Just keep on the child you can have you keep on. Just keep on child that you can have you want. the morning.
2: Power me up radio talk twenty four seven station with heart on iHeart. Hey Nelson, yes sir, that's what I'm talking about when it comes to partying, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about party time, y'all. Bro. Hey, get your get your weekend shenanigans started off right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you want your weekend to start right, man, that's what it's all about, man. Listen to the most. Listen to. Uh, DJ Nelson the maestro right there, boy The maestro will do his thing Punky That's fresh. what I'm talking about, party Thank you, thank you, brother, thank you, thank you, appreciate doing it doing his thing, y'all, doing his yes. thing <laughs> Yo, team, <mashup> kingdom, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right Yo, it's all good, yo, it's you, all brother. good Thank you, brother, thank you Yo, stop
0: Yes, yes
2: Let's get to some thoughts of wisdom, alright and, let, and let's uh, keep it going after that, man Some freestyle practice
0: Stop. Let's do it Stop. You know I'm on my tone low Shout out to tone low
2: <laughs> Let's do it Let's do it Alright <laughs> Here she is <laughs> Alright So get your paper and your pen So Motivators Cause she's about to go in It's Cheryl Starr With today's Thoughts of Wisdom It's time for your Thoughts
1: of Wisdom With Cheryl Starr
0: Thank you Jazzy Cheryl G Starr. So Motivators Today's thoughts of wisdom Is simple You can be Whatever you wanna be but you must first be willing to invest in yourself. Know your self-worth. And what that means, Soul Motivators, is you may go out there sharing your goals and sharing your plans with people and they may not see your vision, right? Believe in yourself, invest in yourself. You have to be willing To invest in yourself And then other people may believe in you When they see it starts to work But you can't go there Dependent on other people To believe in you I know we talk about the Apollo And performing And people getting booed And things like that But with anything you do in life You can be whatever you want to be But you first must be willing To invest in yourself We're our best investors Okay Invest in yourself Back to you, Jazzy G. Thank you so
2: much. But today is awesome. you woke.
3: <laughs> hey,
2: I, hey, it's wholeheartedly, hey, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. You know what I'm saying? I, it's something that you have to value and understand. I, I right. remember, you know, from the time when I first started, uh, well, when I first started uh, like counseling and, and, and intervention and, 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 and stuff like that, you know I was more of a counselor than a coach. Um, mm-hmm. I was more into counseling. I wasn't I wasn't even a coach So I didn't even call myself a coach. I called myself a counselor because that's what I was I was a mm-hmm. counselor. I was a, right. I helped people with addictions and stuff like that and so I, I was an interventionist so but I was an intervention I had the hardest time in the beginning because I never did drugs Or alcohol In my life You know, you know what I'm saying So I'm not Most interventions Interventions. Wow
0: right Because they usually say Like right? addicts right. right They usually right. say most that People ha- can't change you Unless they've been through your shoes Right
2: So right. right So that was always right. My hurdle And they, they would question that In me So what I would speak on Is from Because I tell you my older siblings You know what I'm saying All You know what I'm saying All five of my older siblings battle with drugs and alcohol addiction okay oh, so okay. that was my i i know the effect
0: sort of you saw the, you saw you know the
2: right the harm that it brings to family and a lot of addicts don't realize it because they you, you hear addicts say this you know what I'm saying uh, uh, who am i hurting if i'm doing the drugs and this, you, and who am right, i hurting right. and then, then, then you're hurting a lot of people you're hurting your loved ones you know what I'm saying you're hurting a lot of people especially if you're a parent you know what I'm saying you're hurting a lot of people you have siblings if you have a mother you have a father you're hurting a lot of people you know what I'm saying so that's the thing so I would come from that perspective a lot of times got you yeah so that was my perspective that was my whole my whole twist that this is where I'm coming from because people don't addicts don't never think of that so here i am right. speaking from that from that point of view so what happens is when they have interventions and i'm i'm the interventionist i can actually intervene with the heartfelt of what that loved one is saying to them you know what i'm saying Now y'all seen intervention before so y'all, y'all may need know how interventions work because before that you never saw intervention they've been going on for years but you never saw them to the shows Came, the intro intervention came on. You didn't really know that's how it worked. You know what I'm saying? But you're dealing with your loved ones, you're sitting there, and the person is grabbed, you know what I'm saying? So it's almost because it used to be a um, uh, uh, this mystery about interventions. They used to think that people mm-hmm. were being kidnapped and held against their own will. And there used to right, be right. stories like that. It used to be a lot of stories like that. But no, that's not how. Until the, the the reality shows of intervention came about, you know what I'm saying? That's where, and, and I think intervention actually came from another show. It, it was another show that that used to come on, and the show, and, and they did an actual intervention with that person on that show, and that's how the show Intervention came about. You know what I'm saying I just can't remember The original reality show Where that Where that whole came Where the whole thing Came about About um, The show Intervention Came came on and, and everything But I was You know I was an interventionist Before that I was a counselor So And You know what I'm saying So When I would speak You know Or help or To intervene It was like I'm, I am can really say What that loved one Is really saying mm-hmm. to them. And from that point of view And give them that point of view Because it was hard felt for me You know what I'm saying Because I know what I went through I know what I saw You know what I'm saying I know right. what I witnessed I know how it made me feel Right you know And so, and I, I can now express that You know what I'm saying So that's how I really started out in, in When I was counseling and stuff like that So And, and then I went into What happened is Um a lot, I had this way of helping people with 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 um, giving up cigarettes, nicotine, and I came up with this way of really helping people to stop smoking because you know mm-hmm. nicotine is the hardest drug, addicted. Up. Yeah, it's right. so nicotine is so powerful. They really don't challenge nicotine. You know what I'm saying? If you ever notice, you think right, any, anonymous, so high, any right. kind of anonymous program, you notice outside of it. Folks are smoking yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm right, Folks right. are smoking They don't even touch it Because nicotine is that is that powerful To right. go up against You know what I'm saying And I felt I can challenge it I can challenge it You know what I'm saying So I did come up with a way To help people To stop smoking You know what I'm saying And one of my first Clients was that she was one of my first clients, you know what I'm saying, and she wasn't even my wife, you know what I'm saying. So, mm-hmm. and, and and she was a smoker, and she was a heavy smoker, right. you know what I'm saying. And 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 I helped that. I used to say to say to her for a good while, I can help you stop smoking. I can help you stop smoking. She didn't believe me, you know what I'm saying. So, and it was just a, you know what I'm saying. And then when I when she was willing to to go through the whole thing with me and because because again. It was all trial basis and stuff like that. So I had like Deb and maybe two other people. So it was only three people I was dealing with with, with making it work. See if it can work. And 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 Dad uh, was one of the persons. And if the if it was two, Deb and another person, they smoked menthol cigarettes. The other person smoked Marlboros. You know what I'm saying? So so now I, I had a way of dealing with. People that smoking menthols and people that's not. You know what I'm saying? So it was, it was working on, you know, so what do I do? So it's different processes I was working on to get them to start thinking on. Cause what I discovered that people that smoke, Is usually start in your teenage years, right? But what happens is because we 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 deal with a lot of our childhood trauma, smoking is one of the reasons why we start smoking through our childhood trauma. You know what I'm saying? And you never think of it. You never think that you started smoking out of your childhood trauma. You never think of that. Because you you usually clustering. You usually with other friends and you trying it and you're being a rebel and you do you know what I'm saying? It's always something like that. But the reason for it is because of childhood trauma. You know what I'm saying? But you never think of that. You know what I'm saying? So I would take you there. I take you there in a place that you may not want to go. And we go through it. And that's what I do. And and so when I started dealing with that, and then people would start asking me, hey. You know because that was like she was telling me like yeah I, you know, Jazz helped me stop smoking and this and that So she was would, like would word of mouth You know what I'm saying and then they would actually Start hiring me to help them to stop Smoking you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying I would take them through it you know what I'm saying take them through my program And everything and back then I didn't Know how to build it as a program But I slowly learned how to Do that you know what I'm saying right. so it's like a lot Of trial and error, a lot of trial and error Of learning how to do that but I, I Never had anyone that Was in my program that Ever went back to smoking? Not not one person. I have a one hundred percent track record of of um, helping people uh, stop smoking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they no one ever went back to smoking. They like, even Dev's boss that was she uh she, she tried, um, hypnosis before, and her and another teacher and one teacher never went back to smoking, and then she went back to smoking. So Dev said, "Hey, you should try that De- jazz's program." Because he, you know, what I'm saying he helped me, he helped a lot of people, and 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 you know, saying never smoke again, you know, what I'm saying these people never smoke again. She, she just never, she never went in my program though, and she mm-hmm. still smokes to this day. So, right. you know what I mean? But I, I have a, a 100% uh, um, track record of no one ever going back to smoking in my program. And, you know what I'm saying? So that's something I'm real proud of. You know what I'm saying? Right. this, but that's how I started out as an introvert drug, alcohol, nicotine, that type of thing, before I became that transformational because I was trying to find once I became a coach, I was trying to find myself as a coach because I was more of a motivational speaker. Like I tell you, I was um mm-hmm. you know so I started out with Les Brown, you know what I'm saying, back at Mega Evans College. And uh, that, you know saying I spoke about yesterday. And and um I, I took his course. And what happened is when I first took Um, Les Brown course I quit (laughs) I quit Weeks It was like a 12 week program Or something like that And I think I quit Like week 8 Or something like that And I quit Because Nobody <laughs> DORs
0: In the 30th week <laughs>
2: <laughs> So it was like Monetization right. Of it right. This is how you get paid Doing it And I did not Value myself You talk about value I did not value myself So I was looking at it As No one's gonna pay me What they paid Less Brown. To, to, to speak on stage mm-hmm. and, and to motivate I couldn't see myself doing it and The whole thing about getting on stage None of that stage Because I've been on stage plenty of time DJ plenty of time Host many shows You know what I'm saying you, you know the people I talk to about hosting shows Right, right. And right So that stage fright is nothing at, at me. I mean I've never been that It was that I could not see myself Receiving the money Right I, I couldn't see it I couldn't right. see because I did not value me. I did not value what I did. You know what I'm saying? See, and when I was a counselor, I was paid by the place. You know what I'm saying? I was mm-hmm. I was paid by the place. Yeah, I was hired by the place that, it, that say the, the the corporation or whatever that had. You know what I'm saying? I was paid by them. You know what I'm saying? So I was part of a a a. A, um, a organization You know what I'm saying So I was paid About right. that So I didn't Right So I, I never had to Seek out anything I was, I was on a salary So that was no Big deal For me You know what I'm saying And I was part of Boy's Harbor You know Boy's Harbor In Harlem You know what I'm saying I was part of Boy's Harbor And everything like that mm-hmm. So I Yeah So I, I came out of there I came out of Boy's Harbor So I I never I, I never they like say had where um okay I had to put a value on what I did, you know what I'm saying, um, um, you know what I'm saying uh or what I did as a as a counselor. You mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? So when you're on the salary, when you're a salary person, you really don't you, you punch in punch out type of person. And that's where your mentality is. But once I was in Les Browns, uh when I when I was Part of, of, of his class and everything Like that and learn how to be a motivational Speaker and when it came to the Money portion of it I just Could not see it I could not see myself And I kept saying to myself no one's Going to pay me where they pay less To speak and I shouldn't have been comparing myself To him
0: right Why? that's I what I was going to say
2: I should have I never compared be- myself to him, but that's The stories you tell yourself Right. You right know what I'm saying when you're in fear, you tell yourself stories right. you give fearful you know conversation yeah. to yourself. right, right. And, you, and you start doubting, and that's where the 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 imposter syndrome comes in that's one of the reasons why I created this this whole course and the book and and, and the guide and everything like that for for overcoming imposter syndrome because I know how many how long I went through it you know what I'm saying
0: you know and what also when you love something like like for instance when um when I started training. Because I was, I was, I was the uh, lead organizer. I was the lead representative, and I had to train the organizers. I had to train the shop stewards because I started as a shop steward, and um, I used to love training so much that when I went to Cornell. They offered me to come back to you know like oh Cheryl we want to you want to you train this bargaining course we'll pay you I wasn't even looking to get paid and when when one of the one of the professors had said you know because you know the, the teachers that go teach there be union uh, union members union mm-hmm. activists they you know they used to do that you know train and pay stuff right. summer you know they used to have the summer uh, summer women women in labor labor leaders and um and they have a summer summit where you know it's like it's like a camp for women that's looking to be leaders because all the men in the union were the leaders the men in the union were the presidents the vice presidents the secretary of treasures they had all the positions giving the women some of the positions but the women were earning it like We're not getting sympathy positions We deserve these positions So when I went to a lot of those They just started asking me Do you want to train? Do you want to this and that? And you know, we'll get paid So I started every year When, um you know, because they had these summits Every summer or they'll have like even my union when people used to call us like during the holiday time oh you know when they had bargaining and they was they was in trouble because they called they called my negotiating squad the dream team because you know we got that from the basketball team because even though we got everything we wanted in new york the union is big the union our international union like i said is in vegas right we have yeah. we're we're in la chicago florida philly so they used to call on new york and they used to say can we get some not not even all of us at some time. can we get some of the members from the dream team to come help us bargain even in atlanta i used to go right, to atlanta yeah, a yeah. lot so when i saw my worth then I would tell the union what I want to be paid cuz it, right. it was like it was like extra work for us. So when we do these trainings at the schools, they already had a salary cuz you know you can't really work for free. They have exactly. labor laws like no free exactly. labor. Exactly. So even though I was doing it because I love it, my the, the professors was like, "Oh, we want you to come. Can you can you come for a week in the summer and you know, we'll pay your room and board. We'll you'll get a salary." And I'm like, "Really?" but you know i wasn't turning nothing down but i i was doing it for the love of it and they could they saw that I love training, and and right. I even I even when I retired, I was like, I'll come back just to be a trainer. Even if I right. come back, I, I have a training role, a training perspective where I help people understand their contract and stuff like that. I don't go do the you same a work, yeah,
3: and yeah, yeah. So that's because I love money. that,
2: you know. I mean, they make way more money than the profession, <laughs> right, right. So that's what I told for them. Twenty five years, right? And, and you create a, 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 a and you retire, and you create a consultant. A consultant Sultan firm or something. Yeah. teachers, you get paid way more money right, as that right. consultant than you was as a teacher. And all you doing is whatever your experience is and your training is, you just putting it into a training format. You know what I'm saying? And get paid way more money. But that's right. how that's just how it is. But it took me like say when I when I when I quit, cause the funny thing is cause Mega Evans College is not as in the it's not it wasn't in the best area of Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so So I used to take the train there when, right. I, when I was taking this course and, and it was once a week type of thing. And and then she was kinda nervous of me going over there. You know what I'm saying? And and, and, and um uh, cause uh um, Uncle Ralph, Ralph Ralph McDaniels His store Is down the street From, from Mecca Evans College You know what I'm saying So I used to go in there Hang out a bit Something like that Maybe buy a jacket Or something like that But But damn, She was kind of leery of me being in that area You know what I'm saying So when I said Yeah I don't think I'm going to go anymore And this is this and that you know what I'm saying She was like She was fine with it She was like uh, Okay She wasn't like Man you giving it up on it Or and that like, You know what I'm saying She was just like Okay Because she wasn't too fond of the area That Mega Amish College Is in and everything Like that So she was kind of Nervous about that But the, You know what I'm saying It took me uh, I think like Six years later I took another course Of less Brown mm-hmm. And It was It was called Live for Die empty And he had a book, a workbook All that stuff, and you take this course And um, I took that course and when I took that course, that's when I got back into it, and I, I really saw myself being a motivational speaker, and that started me off being a motivational speaker. And I think in like 2000, and it was like 2006, seven now. So I was training. So so in 2007, I started becoming a motivational mm-hmm. speaker, and everything. I took his course, and now I saw more work, more and right. what I was doing. So right. now. And, and I started getting paid, and it was funny. I started getting i was I was on a panel, and I got paid for being on the panel. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, paying, I got
0: paid for panel. Right, <laughs> and I
2: started being on right. panels. I got right. paid for being on yeah. panels. I was like, "Whoa, you get paid for doing this?" Oh, yeah. I know people got paid, and, and I would and I would speak at different functions, and then now right. I'm getting paid to speak at these different functions and stuff like right. that and and it was like it was kind of cool getting paid it was a and at the time it wasn't a a lot of money like say in comparison but i didn't compare myself to less at the time right exactly so each time i started getting paid more and more money you know what i'm saying but it's because i started valuing myself
0: right right and then then valuing what you bring to to other people right right you know i got to coaching
2: after that but what happened is because i was a counselor at first, mm-hmm. I was mixing up the two, and counseling and coaching is two different things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, so sometimes you have people that they do mix it up. But you're not really supposed to because a counselor is coming from one perspective and a coach is coming from another perspective. So, a coach is the guy. The coach is like the guy that's telling you, it's just like a Phil Jackson that's telling Michael Jordan, "This saying, like, watch this guy here. Right, right. coach left alive, this and that, and the X and the right. O. coaching you. You know what I'm saying? Why right. you the player? You being coached. The counselor, more, more or less, is actually like a teacher on anything. Giving you the kid. remedy. Yeah. Exactly, you know what I'm saying So I, I was at first was mixing up the two So I had to learn right. how to separate My counseling from my coaching You know what I'm saying Because gotcha. I, I kept telling people what to do And I kept, and I, it would, I would come off a little arrogant You know what, right. what I'm saying And, and Deborah used to try to tell me You know, she used to try to tell me But I wasn't listening to her <laughs> at the time You know what I'm saying But I had to learn it kind of the hard way You know what I'm saying But then when I got with uh, when I got with um, Tony Robbins, and I started working with Tony Robbins, and because at first before Tony Robbins was Brendan Bouchard, so Brendan Bouchard who actually comes from Tony Robbins' camp and everything that I started with Brendan Bouchard first, and that's where I, I kind of learned how to be a coach and and do it the right way right. And with Brendan Bouchard, and, and because Brendan Bouchard learned from Tony Robbins, and I saw Tony Robbins live. At at, um, Javits Center In 2007 And that was at one of Donald Trump's affairs And because I was was Actually going to sign up with Donald Trump Because I was into real estate investing And I was going (laughs) to sign up with Donald Trump University (laughs) Real estate investor And I at the last Minute I didn't Okay I didn't And I signed up with another real estate Investor program It was much cheaper And, and I signed up with that instead. And Mm -hmm. when I signed up with that, that made the, it it was like, okay, I'm so glad I did what I did. Cause so you you have that, something told me not to do the, cause I ended up getting sued for being a scammer with that with that real estate university thing Donald the trump university with real estate investing it turned mm-hmm. out to be a scam <laughs> you know what i'm saying so but that's why you gotta always listen to your first mind you know right but, but that's when i was introduced to tony robbins and i brought tony Robbins had this he had this uh uh set of um um it was like uh mecca set tape it was it was a. Uh, uh, Net DVDs, CDs Set, it was like this 12 set Um, CD set And I, I purchased that I didn't buy his whole program I purchased that, the, you know what I'm saying Cause they had, everybody was selling something Even George Foreman was there speaking And there was a lot of people, um Um um, ticket suit for the sold all, all those people everybody was at that thing you know and I'm saying and at the end Donald Trump spoke but um and then you got a free copy Of his, one of his books at the time and mm-hmm. but um so I signed up i i signed up for the real estate investment program um that I signed up For Not Donald trump's with another one and um and um I, I brought um Tony Robbins set and I listened to that and that kind of Gave me an open clarity, and it did help me a whole lot. And I said, so when it, it talked about the the uh because you signed up and everything, you put your name and stuff. So now they're sending you emails and they're sending you stuff like that. And that's how I got introduced to uh, Dr. Cleo Madonis. Okay, and that's how I got introduced to her and her program and everything because her program actually takes. Tony Robbins sets his, to take Tony Robbins lessons and actually breaks them down and she breaks them down from the practical psychology of it and then help you with the training like that with um, as interventionist training and and um, you know so that's where I studied that and that's where it took me to that level and everything that's one thing led to another. You know what I'm saying So it was kind of cool And then I saw More volume What I was doing And it, I got deep Into Brendan Burchard And Brendan Burchard Had asked us One time in the class He was like What you charge So we always tell him What we charge You know what I'm saying I think I was charging Something like um, $120, 25 dollars a session Or something like that You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying My coaching session So And so and I was all proud of it. You know, mm-hmm. i was all proud because I used to be free before that <laughs> you know what I'm saying so <clears throat> it was like 125 hours an hour or something like that so so I was all proud of it and everything that he <laughs> was like okay stop doing that <laughs> just stop doing that you don't charge by the hour you this and that so then he showed us how you build your program you know what I'm saying and that's how you charge by your program and then it, it then it, it then it went up and then like the program that I had was something like I think it was something like Twelve hundred dollars My program was like twelve hundred thousand dollars the beginning Or something like that And then So you gradually go up And this and that So what it is Is that Once I I, I speak and, and my whole thing Is that I speak And that's how I was Getting my clients That was my funnel Getting my Getting my dates Of speaking on stage And then I get funneled Then I, next thing you know They saying, okay You need to write a book Okay you gotta write a book I was putting that off <laughs> You know what I'm saying I was putting that I wanted to write a book But I was putting that off You know what I'm saying And my boy Tony Banks He had written a few books And he was like Jazz you gotta write a book Man you gotta write a book Okay I'll write a book I'll write a book Whatever (laughs) Kept it all
0: They're all a part of I was saying all of those steps are all a part of investing in yourself, even before the exactly, money comes. Exactly, like you talk about, exactly. you know, taking Les Brown class, taking these different classes. You got
2: to invest in yourself.
0: So you that's can. that's a part of investing in, in yourself. Yes. But some people think that investing in yourself is only the money part of it. But you, I mean, sometimes you do got to pay some money to take these classes. But yeah. even if you have yeah, of people in your life that give you information for free you know when i say we hang in the arena like you know i hang around a lot of musicians a lot of actors and a lot of writers since the strike being involved in the musician union i I met a lot of actors so all of the information that i'm getting from them is giving me tools and jewels yeah you know we could drop jewels to people and like i was i i was talking with one of the um the actors sag, you know, they still on strike, and we was just talking about, uh, you know, how do we get comedians in these in, in sitcoms? Because you know, Miss Pat, the comedian Miss Pat, have a, a a really great story on how she was able to get her own uh, Netflix special on in, in that Netflix, and then she got a the BET right right mm-hmm. you know she put she got another show even, on
2: BET yeah she got she another show judge that's, actually. right it's that's like, coming up right it's like a judge judy type right. Of parody. right type so it. another show it's that's similar coming to, up to steve harvey what he does with his right judge, right? right yep similar yep. and jim
0: jones mother has a judge show <coughs> the rapper jim jones his mother yeah. but what she was with the what this what this lady was telling me is because you know she know that i do comedy. she was like cheryl you you can you know invest in yourself make your own dvd you know know like mm-hmm. Kevin Hart did a DVD in the pandemic in his own living room even though right. he got a luxurious living room but I, all of this information that I'm getting I, I'm not paying for it this is just getting jewels right from people that's in the room with the Netflix people right and Miss Pat was one of them so that's why I said I love just being in the in the presence of information because you you can learn a lot of stuff for free if you put yourself in the arena of of that that you know and so that's why i said from all of those ideas that you know that i've gotten from the actors and and stuff like that and um you know even even this gentleman he was like "Whenever it is whenever there's a little extra role because we're going to call you but you know teaching me how because i want to be a sag member i want to get in that you know so yeah. I want to get paid but I'm I'll do it for free so I could get into the arena right
2: right You get what I'm saying yeah I got you I got you 100 percent because again when I was when I was just 16 17 years old and I was hanging around the radio station and I was hanging around all those guys and and BLS and all that right stuff, I I mean the 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 time that I spent there, The the lessons that I learned from exactly man, from Ken Spiderweb, from from Frankie Crocker, from Mr. Magic. If those guys was to charge me for what they taught me, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) You couldn't even put a price on it. You, You could not put a price on it. I mean, I was 19 years old and get my FCC license. I never went to school for it you right. know what I'm saying and yeah. back then you had to get an FCC and everything right. like that you know what I'm saying I remember when Miss Jones and and and, and um and Moni Love they was talking about because they went through it together and back then you still had to get the FCC so they was getting their training they had training for the FCC right. like that so I was 19 years old getting the FCC and I never went to school for broadcasting you know what right. I'm saying but the school that I went to that school of hard knocks of broadcasting was right there at WB- I went to the University of WBLS you know what right. I'm saying that's where and, and that's that a lot my of, school
0: right you know and that was how a lot of people got their information like when they did those Interns. Remember, Diddy did an intern with Andre Harrell. Andre Harrell, uh, at, you know,
2: at, at Uptown Records, right? A right. lot of a and lot of people it makes do a the
0: interns, right? And yep. so that's that's what basically we. You know, people was talking about you know bringing that back because a lot of times you know you could be you could create ideas because you know being a comedian and being a songwriter, I know how to write uh like i'm you know i'm doing my novel i know how to write screenplays and stuff like that but uh, but i'm not being paid as a professional person but i can have a conversation with somebody who wrote a screenplay and they might be like oh you know i want to create this this funny character or whatever because i was just having conversations with them the other day on the strike line and they was like oh my god you have so much multi you're multi-talented you write songs You do comedy comedy and you sing oh my god you know so they were saying you can write you can write your whole you can write your whole uh screenplay yourself and i was like yeah yeah you know i talked about us work you know how y'all working on your story with Mm -hmm. holland pride and everything but Mm -hmm. one thing that i'm that i'm doing is you have to Be able to take those jewels That they're giving you And you know How did you do this How did you And that's why the lady Brought up Miss Pat Because I don't know Why everybody think They all be telling me I remind them of Miss Pat Pat. Not in looks But they're talking about In the aggression And so Oh you know You remind me of Miss Pat
3: (laughs) Yeah You know
0: They was all saying You know You know Her story is Basically she fund Everything herself So that's why I said We gotta invest in ourselves But not just in money But invest in learning About your craft And learning about uh, what's the next step like yeah. how do i get better because there's never an end to getting better yeah. even when you know you can always know more you know yeah. some people get complacent like oh a i did this i don't way. have to he keep
2: going complacent, up. Right. he doesn't he does not he two two things he does not believe in That is dealing with Is one Is masterminding The other thing That Mm -hmm. he doesn't believe In is uh, Self development You talk self development To him He he loses his mind He don't He don't want to hear He think that You know what I'm saying People can make it On their own He has that mentality You know what I'm saying And it it does not work For him He always Crash and burn Or run into a war He's He has His own businesses You know say He started them They started out great And they fell And he cannot put His finger on why things fell for him, and then he and then he gives it up. Then he goes to the next idea because he comes up with ideas. He's an ideal person, you know what I'm saying? Right, so Right. And, and what people call that uses pipe dreamers but he's an ideal person. Right. You? And I don't call them pipe dreamers because you because you have ideas that doesn't make you a pipe dreamer. It just makes right. it ideal. But what it is is that you have to learn how to business make it into a business. Like right now, me being part of. Uh, client Attraction University One of the reasons why I, I'm, I'm a student at Client Attraction University Is because In my uh, as, a, as a life coach I never really had a coaching business I really mm. haven't I've been a life coach Motivational speaker And all those things I never had a business of my own On my own It really was my business I may right. have the name for it And all that stuff and I had a, had a street name for the company And all that stuff But I really didn't have A, 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 a coaching business business Uh, you know I'm saying I I, I hustled I worked it yeah I'm a life coach and everything like that a motivational speaker but I never really had a business that ran as a business and some people don't understand that like even I see people on Shark Tank and they've been doing what they doing and they making money at it and those sharks go well it's really not a business you know what I'm saying? Come back. Right. It's a business, and people don't get it what they're to because they think they already have a business, and they don't. They have right. a hustle. They have a hustle, and they think their hustle is a business. Mm-hmm. No. You know what I'm saying right. It's no different Than a doctor That has a doctor degree And he's going from Patient to patient to patient Doesn't mean that he has A doctor business Doesn't mm-hmm. mean he's, His business is medicine Doesn't mean he has A medicine business It's a difference And right. once you start learning That there's a difference there's people That they don't get it they truly don't get it. And they mm-hmm. don't, because they don't want to go through that. They just want to hustle and make the money because they think right. they make funny. The they got a business and they got a little fancy name and they got business cards and all that. Right, stuff. right. It's not what a business is. It's not what a business is. It's nothing but a hustle. It's nothing but a glorified hustle. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so it's a difference. And once you become that business person and really be a business person and, and really X and O in a business, And really working it You know what I'm saying Even when you run into Some problems And then you you fix those problems And and then uh, Again When a business is running it, It can run without you because it's a system. If you don't have a system, it's not a business, and that's right. that's and that's the thing about it. If it's not, a, it's there's no system. There's no business. So that's what people don't understand. They think mm-hmm. because they make it again, because they make it money. You know, what I'm saying they, they they have a business. No, if it doesn't have a system and it's not duplicated, it's not a business. All businesses have a system, or all businesses are duplicated, and all businesses has a end game. Okay. It has an end game to it. So that means either that business is going to, going to scale or that business is going to be sold. You know what I'm saying And Mm the problem in the African American community We so hustle minded You know what I'm saying And that business minded Because we One we skip over business psychology So most of us That's what we skip over We skip over the business psychology Behind it And that's why In business management You have to take a psych course To get your your degree in business management You have to take a psych course For that reason Because you have to have The psychology of business To understand it And because Because again There's the the. Macronomics and the micronomics to it. If your business doesn't have that micro macroeconomics to it, It's still it's not a business. It's just like you go back to McDonald's back in two thousand. At their convention, they um they had the convention in two thousand, and the CEO of, of of McDonald's at that time he died during the convention. He mm-hmm. literally died. Okay, so what what happened is the board actually during the convention. Went into a board meeting to elect A new CEO So at the convention They literally Introduced a brand new CEO <laughs> In McDonald's For McDonald's Corporation Right? So now that CEO Took over uh, I think a year and a half later Two years later He stepped down because he had cancer Okay? So they appointed A new CEO Alright? So and then that CEO appointed this, the, the new CFO, the, the, the black man, that, the reason why McDonald's became McDonald's Cafe and all that stuff. So the CFO made McDonald's that the whole thing, that whole cafe thing, a black man mm-hmm. did that, y'all. So, but the, the CEO hired that CFO, a black man, to, 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 to do that. Okay, now none of, nobody here that's, that's listening to me right now, I know, I know, and let's be honest, you didn't know that all happened. Between 2000 and 2003, none of y'all knew that that happened at McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't big news. It wasn't none of that. You know what I'm saying? We don't even know those people's name, but McDonald's kept running. You can still get mm-hmm. your Big Mac. You can right, still get your the browser, You can still, still get your Shake. You get right. That's a business. Mm-hmm. That's right. a business. When your when your business can run like that, no matter what's out going you, on, yeah. you have a business. But if the yeah. business stop You stop The business stop That's not a business
0: Well you gotta close down Cause you need more clothes Right
2: <laughs> You know what I'm saying and, and right You gotta close the store Because You know what I'm saying You gotta pick up your wife You gotta pick up your wife From, from the airport Whatever <laughs> like that You don't have a business Okay <laughs> You have a hustle And that's the real deal And that's when they say To people On Shark Tank Those shocks are Yeah come back to me When you have a business not a business Right thing. right They exactly. don't get it Because they made money And they think it's a business Because they made money Right Nope right. It's not a business You gotta understand It's a difference You know what I'm saying And that's when you gotta get To that point you know, what I'm saying and building a business, and one of the reasons why I'm with Client Attraction University, so now I can build my coaching business. Right. You know what I'm so now I can create a system to what I do. I can have a duplication to what I do, and I have an end game to what I do. You know, what I'm saying. So I know from there and take it from there, and that's what and that's what it's really about. You know, what I'm saying, and I'm taking it to that level now. You know, what I'm saying. So, so that's what that's what you know, what I'm saying. You have to. Be open-minded enough to do that, and be brave enough to do that. Right, understand? right. And, and, and there's nothing wrong with
0: getting started with like your hustle and 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 then building. I oh, you have business. a hustle in the beginning, right? Got because to. building your, got business, you know, because there's a lot of a lot of people out here doing their thing, yeah, and building their stuff and getting it to that level. But they, like you said, they got to be willing mm-hmm. to invest in themselves to make yes. it big and to yes. call it a business that that functions without you it functions right. like
2: business exactly you know I mean? and it's is it's the same thing with me and deb when we had you know say a uh, real estate investing business you know saying it wasn't really right. a business yet it wasn't really a business it was right. it was our hustle it was our it's right. like our invest a lot of money we right six figures in it and everything I'll, matter of fact our right. first year in real estate investing our very first year in real estate investing, Deb and I made over a quarter million dollars of very right. first year in right. real That's estate investing. Real estate is, is big thinking.
0: business. Yeah. yeah. Real estate. But it is is was
2: outside hustle. We, we kept our day jobs and everything. Right, right. It was outside hustle. You right. understand what I'm saying? And then it got to because a Because you didn't make where, it
0: into a business. Like, right. look at when it. It got at at to
2: a point where when, when something went wrong because, matter of fact, you saying, when Sandy, you know, what I'm saying the hurricane Sandy happened, yeah, they right. it put us in debt, and they put us in, in the kind of debt that we really couldn't get out of it. And then my, like I said, my ego went and allowed me to see the outside parameters of things. Right. I kept trying to hustle my way out of it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Hustle my way out of it, and I, and all I had to, you know, what I'm saying like I, I think I, I mentioned this before. All I had to do was like when people were were were, were, they were digging for gold during the gold rush. The people that made the most money was the ones that sold the equipment for for the gold diggers. You know what I'm saying? They right. made the ones that made the hard hats and the pick forks and the and the and the Yeah, but provide the y'all with the stuff y'all
0: need today. Right.
2: And they're around today, it's called Black & Deco. You know right. what I'm saying? They're around today. The but the people that started it, you know what I'm saying, back in the gold rush days in California and everything, that's those ones that made out the best. You know what I'm saying? Because they the ones that they sold, their quick. All I had to do was think outside the box. You know what I'm saying? And think outside of what what it was and say, what is needed here? What is needed? What, what, do, what do we all need? What do us real estate investors need? You know, what I'm saying to make it happen and, right. and sold that. You know, all I had to do was sell that, and I would have been okay. I would have been. We would have been re- okay, but I couldn't see it. And that's what happens. It happens that time, but you learn from those. You know, what I'm saying either and people that come in your life, they are either gonna be a lesson or a blessing to you, no matter who they are. You're right? It could be a it right. could be a spouse. They could be a baby daddy, baby mama, whatever the case may be. You know, it could be they some they be of your coaches. it could be a friend, right? Whoever it is. They right, they're gonna be a lesson or a blessing to you. You know what I'm saying? It's just how you take it and move on with it. So it, it can be a it the negative to turn to a positive just as fast as the, any any positive would be a negative. You can just turn it turn it around. But we had to learn that. We had to go through that to understand that. And it made our you know what I'm saying. It even made our marriage stronger. Like we didn't even they say out of it, we didn't fall apart from each other. You know what I'm saying? We made things better for each other. You know what I'm saying? So and and we had. To we had no choice and we really saw That we had no one else but each other You know what I'm saying but Nelson is is Over there uh, he's, he's giving Us a wrap up side and uh, So we're going to do our, say our Take our deep breaths and say our affirmation Protection prayer for this weekend so you Can have a, a, a balanced uh, Weekend of shenanigans this weekend And uh, and everything But uh, it's been fun all week so Motivators and we want you to come back We want you to tell a friend and tell a friend to tell a friend so we can come back and keep doing this again, again, and again. All right. So let's take our deep breath and say affirmation prayer. All right. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend it, extend it, extend it. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend it, extend, extend it. Breathe in. One more time. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release extended 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 the light of god surrounds us the love of god enfolds us the power of god protects us the presence of god watches over us no matter where we are god is and all As well
1: It's Freestyle Friday With the motivator
2: Jazzy That is a protection prayer Affirmation for the day Beloved You take that No matter where you go today Man if you work School or play On this Freestyle Friday Remember I love Each and every one of you It's not a damn thing You can do about it Hey Star What you got going On this Freestyle Friday
0: Working on my hustle Ah, gotta get that hustle going. Got my books coming, got my footwear coming, got everything that I'm working on coming out soon, people. It,
2: there you it's go, a hustle there you for go. now.
0: It's a hustle for now.
2: That's right. But that's we gotta
0: right. we got a big plan, a bigger plan, a bigger plan.
2: That's right. Hey man, me and Saw, we're gonna hit the road too, y'all. Hit you the know the see? Road, Jack. books and, and programs and all kind of stuff coming out for you. We're gonna hit the road, Nelson gonna be with us and everything, we're gonna do the music and everything. So we gotta we're gonna have we're gonna have some fun. We looking forward to seeing you guys too. So we'll keep you posted on everything that we're doing and where we're gonna be because we're definitely in 2024, we're planning on being everywhere. We plan on being in your town. Again, I say tell a friend to tell a friend so we can do this again and again and again and, and tell
0: all again. the nosy people so they can spread the word. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's right, nosy people, we want you down. (laughs) Soul Motivator has the word. (laughs) Tell your nosy friends about us. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we start now, so we're going to take two steps in the rear. Get on out of here, y'all. We're going
1: to have some fun this weekend. Hey, y'all stay blessed. We love you. Soul Motivators, hit us up. Info at morningcoffee.chat Info at morningcoffee.chat